I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I feel uh, like very, after, after you date Tom Arnold, yeah. your life just works out for you. Like it all comes together. You have I kids, will... you marry the perfect man. Well, Do I... you need to date? Okay, so welcome to Divorce Party with your hosts, Monica Casey and Tom Arnold. Our next guest is Divorcee. Eden Sassoon. She is gorgeous inside and out. She is a beauty and wellness entrepreneur. She's a mother and a former housewife of Beverly Hills. I can't wait to get to know her more. So please welcome to the show, Eden Sassoon. Hi, beautiful. Thank you. Where are, oh my gosh, you're such, you're too good of a guest. Right? I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in shock, yeah. you know, because uh, when, you when your name came up, uh, I, I I said to Monica, oh yeah, I know her. She has vibrato up there. Uh, her dad is Herb Albert, and she said that's not that's not that's different. I go, okay, I don't know. I'm going to research her. Yeah. And uh, I, I now you're I've like, been, no, her dad's beat Alice Sue. That's a different dad. <laughs> yeah, I get I get that. I get that's that. Another LA dad. Eden is like one of just. How do you not love Eden? She hands down is represents the name well. Um, yeah. So, I mean, if you stay in LA long enough, I feel yeah. like we all have someone in common. Yeah. And then I ran into Eden at Casa Vega. Oh, that's so nice. Sir. Oh, I like Casa Vega. So. Oh my God. Eden, I have so much in common. <laughs> well, I will say this. The thing I got out of, out of Eden's uh, Instagram stuff is that it's better to be alone than with in a situation that is not good or with someone who does not like you. Now I, I have tried I have buried people that that hated me, and I thought I'm going to turn this thing around, man. I'm going to turn, and and that it's a hard thing to do, but uh, very. I really like your stuff and and uh, your fitness stuff, and uh, just your whole thing. I I really like you. She's to a total vibe, a good vibe. Yeah. You know, I got. Thank you sure. so much for for acknowledging that. I just I got to do the work, or you know, I'm numb and I'm miserable, and I'm I'm not 
what I call living. So like, I, I really have to stay in that, that middle, the middle of it all to, to even, and everyone's like, how are you today? I'm like, you know what, even when I'm bad, I'm good. So I don't know how you really want me to answer that question, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, thank you for asking. I'm great. I don't know about you, but a whole 24 hours, that's a lot to commit to. How are you today? Right. Like, how am I now or in five minutes or uh, whatever? But I also appreciate how honest you are uh, about your own recovery to things with the the smoking and the whatever. And your health journey. Yeah, your health journey. I I think that's, I think this, because I try to do that too. That, that that helps a lot of people because they're like, oh my gosh, she went through that or she's going through that. Mm-hmm. I am also, I am very ashamed that I am going through it, but here she is like uh, uh, putting it all out there. And uh, I think that that's probably the most helpful yeah. thing you could do for people. Eden, one of the things I wanted to ask you about was, um, so you talk about being an explant. Yes. And Hot. when I. An ex what? An explant. Do you know what What's that is? Mean? Tell Tom what an explant is. So breast implant illness is a real thing, right? So they were putting oh, on yeah. bags and women. And why did we want to change our physical body? And why do we do the things we do today? Look, I'm guilty of Botox and filler, but I did remove my breasts after the three times of trying to make them work for me better, right? After kids and stuff. Um, and then I realized, wait a minute, I've been over all these years since I've had them and and uh, since I've had them, I've been more depressed, uh, inflammation, pains, you name it, certain things were happening. And I just sort of had this download. Those things need to come out of your body. And I immediately mm-hmm. called that day and taken and took them out um, right before Christmas. This was a couple of years ago. Um, and I think I speak for women who, you know, why are we, why are we getting, why, why are we changing our bodies? Why are we morphing into these individuals that aren't even um, acknowledge who we are as a human being? I mean, I know that's kind of out there and I speak like that sometimes. So feel free to either shut me up or ask, but I feel like, and that's the real question, right? Society can create, create whatever they want if we need to look like, you know, coming from A to B, and I'm not going to name names, but I think we all know the reality of people who show different um, styles of who they were and are today. It's really fucking, excuse my language, dangerous. It's really dangerous, not only on a physical sense, but on an emotional and mental um, sense. So talk about it and let women know, like, if you're thinking about it, no. And if you've already done it, you might want to reconsider. And if you have any health scares in any way, I would suggest you look at the the bags in your body as your first go-to. Yeah, because I've one of the things I struggled with is right when I got a divorce, I thought, okay, like after my divorce party, I'm out there. How am I going to feel good about myself and compete with these, you know, younger girls and girls that don't have kids and all of these things? And I thought for a hot minute that getting boobs was the solution. And I met with lots of different doctors and got lots of different prices. But I did ask those questions too, like what is the percentage of something going wrong or having a reaction? And I think one doctor kind of threw out like, oh, like 13%. And I was like, "Mm, that's still not good enough for me. And then especially having kids, I was like, you know, I don't need to, why am I going to put myself under and put something foreign into my body when I have this 
responsibility. I'm a mom. I have a child. I just don't. So for me personally, I ended up just going, you know what, whatever my boobs are, they're good enough. Right. And I haven't heard one person complain. Nobody's about, Nobody's complained <laughs> Nobody. about my boobs. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me say this too. Men, like real bad, they, they don't want that. In my opinion, because, you know, I've dated a wide swath of, uh, uh, of uh, women and there are men that's like oh she's got to be skinny she has to do and those are those aren't men those are boys yeah you know you gotta uh you, there's uh you want people to be who they are and uh you don't want to put anything i would never recommend anybody uh do you know get get a boob job i did hear something last night in my men's room a guy had a prostate thing and had to get radiation and everything and his hair got thicker and his penis grew. I swear on my life he said that as we were feeling sorry for him. He's, He's like, like, I just got to say, one of those guys, by the way, you know, but, uh, but the only day I could, I do, I did used to have a lot of good hair. And I see these young guys and my kids, they got hair. And I do think about that. I had hair transplants, but they didn't put, uh, they didn't do that, the, the breast augmentation or whatever. Yeah. I is very, I mean, you know, it's but, it's a weird thing to do to your body. Yeah, well, I think for your defense, hair transplants it's, it's different. You know, you're not adding something that's coming right from your own self. So it's mm -hmm. a it's a completely different thing. And, and look, I've talked about it so much to where people are like, "Well, what do you mean?" But look, what you you put bo you use Botox, and you don't know what's going to happen. I'm like, you're absolutely right, but I'm not saying I'm not for Botox. Like, I'm not saying that I'm perfect by any means ever. I'm sharing my experience mm -hmm. with. Um, and what happened to me and come to find out it's happening to hundreds of thousands of women. Um, mm -hmm. So I just try to use, try to use right again, my, my story to help just the one person who's ready to decide no or to take them out. And, and it's, uh, and I love that. I love that you're, yeah, again, that you're, what honest. was your recovery like from, yeah. uh, from ha the removal? It, you know what? I'll tell you something that was really easy. It was very, very, very simple. And I'll tell you because I'm, I believe in the energy field and we're obviously made up of, of energy and cells. And um, once that was out, it was as if like every part of me sort of opened up to this new level of, of starting to really become me. I was able to get that mm -hmm. off my chest. I mean, imagine like they cut your right by your heart and like everything and just like mm -hmm. in there. And like for years, you're getting mm -hmm. these pains and this and that. And like, I don't think we look at it on the level that that we might be able to to learn more from it. So it was really freeing and and a great process and more up here. Right. Because the body will heal. Yeah. Likely. Because it's weird growing up. I remember people talking about like altering your body. And when I was a kid, it was getting piercings or tattoos. Mm -hmm. But now altering your body is, you know, chin implants and, but it, you know, I, breast, everything. Yeah. Get, growing your ass mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, in a Petri dish. <laughs> um, I, I did Manx. You know, they have space. They have a men's version called Manx. <laughs> and one time I, I was I was like, I'm going to put the I'm going to do this. And I put a pseudo and it was so freaking hot. Oh, I just could only do it one time. But I was <laughs> did like, you look good? Yeah, I look good. I'm going to tell you what my body, you know, because I've had issues uh, with my body my my whole life. But I, I, I was in the I went septic and I was uh, had a mercy surgery like I was going to die. And uh, I. I woke up from the surgery at a, at a huge scar right here, and and uh, I'd had a also a colostomy for ninety days, which is very humbling. But yeah. I woke up and they were taking the colostomy down. That's what they call it. And so, and I looked down at my body, and they had tightened up. I did not have love handles, 
Like it was the best I've ever I seen my body. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like a, a super. And then I got MRSA like two days later. They had to open it back up. But, but I had like two days where I was like, Whoa. look at this deal. Right. Hey, no shame that because uh, after two kids, I went, hey, who's the first doctor that can suck some of this out of me? And after that surgery, <laughs> <laughs> I remember crying, crying in terror in the shower when I looked down at my stomach for the first time after I had my baby. It was just like wrinkled, mm. atrophied, just skin. And I just lost my goddamn mind. Mm. <laughs> but how? Well, that's you also what, you're, yeah. what you see yeah. when you look at yourself, right. what this sees. Right. You know, and uh, and it's not always uh, correct. Yes. You know, it's that body uh, dysmorphia. dysmorphia. So, I will say this. Roseanne and I got liposuction. This is no, Roseanne's my first ex-wife. And on the way home, we went to uh, Burger King. Like <laughs> if you get, I swear to God, like if you're going to do that, you probably want to, do that. Before. you know, exercise. Yeah. You know, there's no, because we're all looking for a miracle. We're looking for a miracle yeah. pill. We're looking for uh, yeah. whatever uh, so be, to be fed. And it really I, comes down to exercise. And I will share it till forever. I still look for the easy fix. In November, I knew that I was, you know, at that point still drinking, but I knew that my behavior was, I was just not a raging alcoholic, but an alcoholic behavior, right? I still will always have that. Um, well, unless it's being treated and I'm in recovery. But I knew in November the holidays were coming and I was not happy. And me not being happy is me going to gain, I'm going to gain weight. I'm going to eat myself through this. So what did I do? Mm -hmm. I called my specialist who deals with my hormones and said, give me the semi-glutide that everyone else is on. I don't care. He's like, okay. Didn't even question. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And until recently, it was like, wait, I got it. I'm on the lowest stuff of this shot weekly, but I don't feel well. I need to get off of this. And sure enough, you know, I'm eating a little more, but that's natural. So why is it that in every state that I'm in, unless I'm doing it like eating, learn how to eat, deal with the behavior behind that. Why are you making these choices? Go exercise, which I love to do, but the mind, right? The mind each and every mm -hmm. time just take you down, yeah. eat down. So let's get to your divorce. Oh yeah, here okay, we go. So first question, have, have you only been divorced once or multiple times? Um, That's funny. Uh, <laughs> not many people know. I've been divorced twice because I helped a friend who, uh, my Italian boyfriend, and he was like, I need to leave. Mm. What do you mean? You're not leaving. And my brilliant genius ass um, married him. And we went all the way down to some city. I have no idea where and what or who was there. And I'm like, what am I doing? Oh, my God. And then sure enough, within two, three weeks, I was like, I am so sorry, but we didn't sign any paperwork. We did nothing. I need my father's in the hospital, possibly dying. Mm -hmm. I don't know anything about the will and the trust, but this has to be adult and fast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wasn't very happy. So we don't count that. So we don't count that. well, but I, but I've been in that position too, where I was with someone and we, it, it wasn't working and we both know, and they're like, you know what we need to do? We need to get a judge over here right yeah. now and get there. And I remember thinking it was like, well, that's an interesting way to, to do it. Let's do that thing. Right. But that's not, that's no good. No. I mean, I've definitely thought about getting paid to marry someone who. Oh, married. I would when do I, that. When I needed <laughs> money, when I first moved to LA, I was like, who I, needs a green car? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a lot of money. Would, yeah. A lot of I money. mean, <laughs> I would have taken less then. I, more now. Yeah. 
I should have made him pay me. I felt like I was paying this guy. I'm like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Sure, his family should have paid you at least 10 grand. Mm-hmm. 10 grand, more than more, that. More, right? I mean, Come the on, name man. alone. Yeah, no kidding. Um, So how old were you when you then eventually married the man that you were in love with, that you had children with? Oh, you said I was in love with him. I think oh, I... Then... <laughs> or did we, were we in lust? Were we... Yeah, give us, give us the scenario of like, I, how you know how how you came to get married and then divorced? I, I'm this is a great story too. I have and I'm going to start it off by saying I'm so grateful for my ex husband because he is the best father and we are friends. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like I wouldn't have these two crazy teenagers that cause me havoc a lot that I'm learning all my lessons from if it weren't for him. So I'm grateful for him. But I knew grabbing my father's arm, walking down that aisle what am I doing and why am I doing then this is going to end sooner than it, you know, continues to keep going. And sure enough, um, we call it off. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The first time I was, you know, any good alcoholic doesn't pick another one, you know. So we both were in our drinking young phases and I, we, we were engaged and it was Casa del Mar and my dad was putting down the payments and this and that. And in one drunken stupor, I was like, you can go fuck yourself and i'm not doing i threw the ring at him and i walked out and i went out and i don't even remember (laughs) and sure enough within the time that i called that off i took seven months to continue to drink and date random people and then got sober and went back and asked him at the golf course to marry (laughs) with the ring and all Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wow I don't know what I was thinking. I'm so glad that I got to play <laughs> to play the, the masculine role in the in that part of it. And I think there lies the problem, right, for me. Um, and that was a sure way of like getting what I wanted, thinking that that was it. And if I didn't get it, it was going to be a problem. And and he probably said yes because what other woman jumps out of like the bushes with a blue Tiffany's mm-hmm. box and asks you to marry him, her. Um, and and it was a marriage, a kid, another kid, a divorce, all within four years. Wow. So it was a quickie. Good, good work. Quickie. Good work. Yeah. You know, you're supposed to wait. A, we're, we're supposed to wait a year. Before uh, you get sober, Before you get another oh, right. relationship. <laughs> it's hard. Did you make it seven months? Is that what it was? Seven months after you got sober? It was seven months. It was last time that I had sober before I asked him. But yeah, it was. Uh, but I was going back to him. So I felt like I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I now know that I would know. I, I got a question. Why do we get married anyway? I know I might be taking it way off topic, but like, why? No, but that's one of the questions. Mm-hmm. Why? 
But when you said divorce and I was like, you know what? I love that topic because people used to be like, oh my God, I'm going through divorce. And I, with my big mouth, would be like, congratulations. Yes. Okay. And I'm like, that's huge. But you're getting- Wait, so were you the first of your sort of friend group to get a divorce? Uh, Yes. And then shortly after, by, by, yes, people started following suit shortly after. Yeah, yes. So you sort of were paving the way or the divorce <laughs> Sherpa. And I'm just, did people come to you for advice? I'm assuming. I didn't have to because they watched. They saw us travel. They saw the stories. They watched the Instagram. They're like, who gets a divorce like Eden? Like, why? How is she so nice? And she's out with the, the, the new wife. Like, what's yeah. going on? You gotta just come from a place of love. I used to send her flowers. I'm like, you guys, I send her flowers on Mother Days, thanking her to being for being part of my kid's life. Like, you know, it takes yeah. a village to do what we do. And why be so selfish to only share your kids? Like, no, they're mine. I'm like, here, take mm-hmm. them. <laughs> Let's share them. Who wants them? Yeah. But you know what I mean. Did like, you um, lose? Do you feel like you know? Did people treat you differently, or did you lose friends? Like, did any of your friends take sides during the divorce? Like, how did that all go down? No, and the way that it all happened, the, the the intricate stories, which I I just let's just say that everyone probably would have taken my side, but because so this is interesting. I go to my dad's house, and you know my father loves Tomer, loves like hands down, and he said, you know, well you married this man to raise two amazing children. Meanwhile, we had some things that some women would be like, wait, what? This is absurd. And my dad goes, well, what did you do? How? What did you do to deserve it? I'm like you know what? You're absolutely fucking right. Thank you. It's not his side or my side. It's our side. And this is what happened. And I don't blame him. You know what? I wasn't like giving him what he needed. So there's one way that you could have handled it, but it's, it's okay. I'm not angry. That's a good thoughtful dad. That's why we need parents like that in our lives. And before you get with somebody, you go, let me meet their parents (laughs) because (laughs) times get, get tough, which they do at all marriages. You want to be able to count on the parents, uh, their parents too, like take, being a little sort of above it all. And, and they need to have skin in the game yes. so you guys stay together. And Absolutely. anytime I I read or a friend says he's getting a divorce or she's getting a divorce, I my immediate reaction is to not jump in and go, oh, thank God, because she's such a bitch. Yeah. Because they will get back together probably, <laughs> and then they you're out. And so uh, you just kind of got to hand back. And I and Eden, I don't know about you, but when I do look at my part, obviously I've been divorced four times. So it's I I, I have, have a, a part of that. Yeah. yeah, a lot of parts. But also <laughs> a lot of parts, Tom. I, I never learned how to break up with someone the appropriate way. Like uh, you're in a relationship, you know it's not working, and you're like, well, I'm going to be the bigger uh, person, and I'm not going to end this relationship or this marriage. That would be, mm-hmm. I'm going like to wait until they chicken. do, and like, then you start doing things that they're like. You know, yeah, this is not them, good. And then you're like, oh, woe is me. Once again, divorced. And, right. and, but yeah. you make that happen, that negative and positive stuff. Or that's why what you guys are doing here, I think we can change the narrative, right? So, like, this is this this can be, like, us coming together, celebrating what we did, the good times we did share, and the bads. Because all these bad times that we technically call bad, they're not bad. They're lessons if you look at them like that. So, yes. in us. It's like, Tomer was one of my biggest gifts in life, you know? And there was some moments when, why tell that story? Why even do that to anyone? But let me tell you, you you work through it. You don't hold anyone, you know, hold them accountable, yes. But like, you don't hold a resentment to it. And you, and you, we all, 
it's progress, right? It's not perfection. And I think it should be a celebration of life and the moments that we get, not this like, oh, who's going to get more money and who's going to get the kids and we're going to fight over this and fight. Oh my God, no, 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 no. Um, I chose yeah. not to do that and nor would I ever. I'd rather be like, look, I, I, I love you. I have a love for you. Just like you said. So why'd you fall in love? I'm like, oh, I don't think I ever fell in love. Well, that's not his fault. You yeah. know? Yeah. When you, when your marriage ended, was it similar to Tom's where you guys were both playing chicken to see who would do it? Or was it like, a, let's go to lunch and talk about this? It was, uh, no, I had, uh, I had made a phone call. I found out some information that I probably, he didn't know. We, we knew it was over and it was just, um, we did go to therapy and try to hold it. This was all in the same week, try to save it. And she said, look, I believe there are seven spiritual sort of laws that like, a relationship works under. And I think we might've had one. And I was like, oh shit, this is, we, I have the answer. But then I got a, another answer. Um, actually it was another download cause I get these downloads. Um, and I was like, oh, oh my God. Oh, I was, I, I feel bad telling the whole story cause he's a dear friend. So I won't, sure. um, but I, I got the answer, right? And I called him, I said, look, I'm gonna go do this to get the facts or you could tell me right now. And he told me, and I said, just please pack your stuff and be out, you know, by tomorrow. Um, and I'll get the rest of your stuff out of the house. And that was it. I like how you say that you download. Yeah. Um, I'm really into meditating and asking the universe mm -hmm. for things and signs. And when I was teetering on the do I, don't I for longer than I probably mm -hmm. should have, I kept saying every couple months I go, all right, universe, God, mm -hmm. whatever, just get punch me in the face with it. And if you do, that's all know that it's time to go and ask and you shall receive. Uh, oh. And usually times three, but I would still just stay because I was just frozen with the like, the fear of the unknown mm -hmm. of, for me, it was always the fear of the unknown. What is my life going to be? I've mm -hmm. created this you know, I, I wanted this so bad. I wanted mm -hmm. this relationship to, to work out so bad. He was my person, like all of these, you know, I, I manifested this to happen. And now I'm trying to talk myself out of it and be okay with it. And it was really hard. And, and I think I love that you said that you were not good at breaking up with people. I'm mm. the same way. I, I want to be that person that walks in the room and sees two people fucking. Mm. And I'm like, oh, okay, I've seen that before. I'm John, the unbelievable like cut, you know, but I, I could never get, you know, the sort of the proof I needed of certain things or whatever. And, and, and my ex and I would both play chicken and then he, you know, would do things to hurt me and vice versa. And we were just waiting for the other person to be like, I'm done. And mm. nobody would do it for so. And then, and then once I had my daughter, it was like, Oh, mm -hmm. this is not about us anymore. Yeah. I think that, like Eden said, she did everything. She did the therapy. Because the, yeah. you want to walk away going, I know I've did tried everything. Did you do therapy everything. with I, your last I, I did. I did. Wait, did you guys um, have to do lawyers or did, were you able to mediate? I wasn't. We, You know, life is... Like, that to me is all beautiful. Yes, did it hurt? But no, I didn't want to argue. I said, kind of just, you know, pay for the kids' education and health care and... and Let's call it a day. So we use just a mediator and we really just will do things. That's amazing. So you got off, you guys, oh, that's amazing. That is amazing. Like it's a fundamental problem, right? I think the 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 idea of marriage in itself, why we why one, you should be marrying your best friend that would never hurt you like that. And we do it 
so backwards. And so, of yeah. course, in the end, it's going to be, it's, you know, let's, well, we idealize this person into a great marriage and then look what happens. Like, it's ridiculous. I think having a best friend also takes time and energy and work yes. and work. All of these that, what, how, where do we, where do we get that unless we're putting in the work? And I don't think a lot of married couples do that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what, how do you feel about mm-hmm. marriage now? Like you were saying, you know, yeah, like what I personally don't. I feel would like marry, I would, I would marry Edith right now. Just <laughs> well, what too. I know about her, right? she's too. amazing. She wouldn't even have to live with me. Aiden, <laughs> will you please let us become your best friends and yep. marry us? Yeah. <laughs> I believe, and I think it's ridiculous. I believe in like community living. Like, what if, if imagine if we had a big piece of property right and we all had mm-hmm. tiny homes on it and yet this i mean it sounds crazy but it's not it's very like kibbutz style it's very like i don't want to use the word free love but like we love one another you might be able to to raise my children different than i do and you might be able to mm-hmm. fix things around that i can't and i might be able to cook which i can't yeah. but yeah it takes a LA. it takes a village well, especially That's like in la i mean Eden, you're yeah. from LA, right? Hey, Tom, you're from Iowa. I'm from Iowa. And I am from Northern California. So Tom and I have no family here, really. It's it's hard to help raise these kids. and It is great to have somebody help you. It is. You know what? And that's a reason to be, like, friendly with a step-parent or whatever. Mm-hmm. If they're decent humans and they're, they got eyeballs on your kids. Right. Okay. Yeah. Hit it. Give us your divorce remedy rejuvenation story Oof. remedy rejuvenation i just remember um asking him for right. a celebration i was i was uh <laughs> all right truth is my oh god you're taking me back my trainer from when i was 25 right i guess at this age i was probably 35 36 my trainer lived 18 houses down the street from me and that was my uh remedy and my solution. <laughs> and and I don't mean physical fitness. He was then in a relationship with me for the next yes. three years. <laughs> and I oh, really that's a great idea. Right? One of my questions usually says, what helped you get yeah. through it? Drugs, sex, yeah. sex, trip. sex. I finally learned who I was as a sexual being at that point. So I had to get divorced and yes, get back to it. Yeah, it was, uh, it was amazing. 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 Oh. I gotta do that. Yeah. I gotta do that. We got it. Has to be six My next door neighbor, she she I, I got a text from her and she said, Hey, you're working out. I, my elliptical is out front. She goes, All the moaning and groaning. I'm having Zoom calls. He's a lawyer with my team and we can't uh hear each other. I mean the way she described it was so disgusting. And I, I can I, imagine Tom on the elliptical. <laughs> oh, no, I, oh, I have fans or have their fans on. I try to put up a thing. But she goes, you're breathing way too hard, which is something that all my ex-wives have <laughs> at some point. But I'm like, I, I said, I listen, I'm 64. I got to work out. I got to. Yeah. Like, uh, hey. Make, you I know. Can see, um, I mean, also, that's there's a lot of relationships now, especially in the headlines about um divorced sleeping so couples that stay together but have to sleep in other rooms i like that i like it my grandparents both did that. that's how they, I like they, that. they for a while there them. for a while i didn't understand it because my mom would always be she's single and 77 stunning and she's like no i don't want to sleep mm-hmm. with someone i'm like what do you mean what you, you got to share a room like the whole idea of not sleeping in the same room then i'll tell you my last tiny relationship i was like um, you can either leave my house, my bed, like my situation, or go sleep on the couch, or I'm going to go sleep on the couch. And sure enough, I was on the couch more often than not. And I knew it was, you know, 
just a matter of time. Eden, you were the best. She really was the best. I hope. She's by far the best. I think we all need to go to lunch together in real life. Okay, let's do it. It seems like we're all learning to communicate a yep. little bit better. Mm -hmm. and, and like you said, I loved how you said, you know what you want and you know what you don't want. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm grateful that I got to spend an hour with Eden today. Me too. In fact, if we have lunch, you don't even, you, you don't even have to go. If you're not available... I, right. I was like, I see you, Monica. No, not everyone. <laughs> no, but this is great. All right. Well, this has been a great episode of Divorce. Party. Yeah, it has been really great. Thanks, we'll, Monica. Uh, see you next Tuesday. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.